Welcome to the Motorcycle Vagabond Show. Today we are doing another Bunko Biker story with Ron Grossman. How are you doing today, Ron? Another beautiful day on the Colorado River. And yourself? Ah, it's a fabulous day not to be outside, but there's other things <laughs> to be done. So tell me, are you a Bunko Biker guest or a host? I've been a guest. Uh, I got guested at 12 different places me and my friend danny perez uh we we took a trip this summer and it was a memorial trip actually for my one buddy that we lost uh a year ago uh 51 years old was my riding partner so we were doing a little memorial run because we were going to supposed to go to niagara falls so without him with us me and danny went out and we started, we headed towards Louisiana where my mom lives. And we, of course, I've always done the KOA campground places, place where you can stop, get a shower. Uh, but then Danny said that uh, his buddy Beaver said, hey, you got to check out Bunker Biker. And I'm like, uh, what's that? He says, well, you stay at people's places they're bikers and i was like okay this this could be interesting but i'm a i'm a little skeptical i basically i'm a single rider but i do ride with one other person usually when i go on a long trip uh so i said all right you set it up dan and uh let's check it out so he started looking as we left louisiana heading up um and he says, okay, we've got one. And that was uh, Mr. DJ Sutter. I think he was somewhere in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was Tennessee. A little Clarksville. Because we stayed uh, actually two nights at his place. So we could go into uh, Memphis and cruise around Memphis a little bit and look around. Very nice young couple. Very smart man. Uh, he's another long distance rider. Uh, so the first experience, we camped out in his yard. He let us use, uh, the restroom shower facilities. It was wonderful. And like I said, he gave us an extra night. Uh, from there, we worked our way up. That was Clarksville, Tennessee. That was Robert and Trish. That was Clarksville, Tennessee. Robert and Trish. Scott. Scott. I love those two. I can't wait to see them again, I tell you. Now, here's the funny part, because now Danny, he's looking this stuff up and everything, and then he just tells me, and I just kind of go, okay, well, yay, well, okay, we'll do this one. So it's kind of a shot. We don't, you don't know. Uh, so as we're getting closer, he says, well, the guy said that uh, his mom's there. And that she'll let us crash out there. So I'm kind of like, in the garage. what do you mean his mom's there? Uh, 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 crash out in the garage. Uh, uh. They were so, I'm, yeah, they weren't there. They were camping. So I'm thinking, what you, uh, we're going to pull up on some lady. You know, uh, how's this going to roll? Oh, gosh, we pulled up there. Sweetest thing. So nice. Uh what made it even more beautiful, Trish and Robert rode from where they were camping back home to be there to meet us. 
went out to dinner, hung out and partied with them. Oh, I need more time with those two. Those two are just off the charts. They're actually just a mile away from where I'm staying, and I can't host where I am, so they host people who are coming by to see me. I just dropped uh, them off some fudge and cookies and cake. Wow. Excellent. Yeah, those two, I need... Well, that's that'll be one of my trips. I'm I'm going back there. I got I got to hang out with those two. Uh, that was Eric. So we went. We okay. Derek and Claire. Our next one going up was uh, Derek and Tell Claire Tellup. Okay. Oh, I love Derek. I man, he's such a great guy. Huh? Is he not? I. Okay. So okay, here we go. So now, once again, I don't know what we're writing up on danny's the one he's my tour guide now uh he's lining people up so he says okay we got it we got a couple here but we're gonna have to wait because they're not home just yet <coughs> so it's raining so we're riding through rain to get up in there and uh we get there okay they're not there and it's like okay but as we're pulling up as we're riding up there i'm looking around i'm going man i hope he's got this right it we're we're in a golf course community here uh man I, I hope we don't pull up at somebody's house that we ain't supposed to be and then all of a sudden it's gonna get ugly so here we are standing out in front of a house and waiting looking it's like okay they pull up oh boom it nice it's such you could just feel feel a good vibe beautiful house you get a chance go visit them beautiful house so we hung out had dinner uh or they took us we went out to dinner and then derek he says if you're going that way hoagie carmichael he's not a bunk of biker but you should go there and stay there and it's like hey we because see we didn't have no no real path we were going to niagara falls that was our mission because that's where Dave, we were going to go to. So it's like, hey, you know, if he wants to, sure. So he calls him up. And because his mom lives there, the COVID thing, he was worried about it. It's like, hey, that's all right. We can stay out. We don't have to get around anybody. Uh, so Derek, he rode with us. He actually, thank you, Derek, took us to all these little neat little places that, that he knows as we're going. Uh, made a few stops, uh, but he rode with us for quite a ways, and then we made it to Mr. Hoagie Carmichael's place. And I can't say enough about that guy because to me, when me and Danny left there, I told Danny, That is a national bike treasure, this man right here. The good work that he does, uh, the energy that that man exhumes i tell you is just it made made me feel bad it's like oh my gosh Hoagie, how do you get so much energy mister uh thank you derek for turning us on to him uh you know not being a bunker biker uh we wouldn't have got to meet him but through derek uh we did and i love that guy Hoagie Carmichael. Everybody should meet him. Where we go next, Danny? Is it Tom and Aaron's? Dean was over. Dean was up to 
Well, we're working our way up. I'm, I hope I hope I didn't miss anybody, but uh, we get to Tom and Aaron McGrath. Okay, so Danny says, well, he was a little hesitant because it's you know, mind you, it ain't like every biker can show up on a Friday night or a Saturday night and stay and then leave. As bikers are traveling, you're Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You're traveling. So Tom was like, well, I, you know, I got to work and ah, come on over. So we rolled up there in. Uh, that was Clarence Center, in New York. Clarence Center, New York. Kind of, kind of course. Right, right by Niagara. Because that's what our mission was, Niagara Falls. So the McGrath, he used to be a race car driver and he owns a race car. I was like, wow, that's cool. You know, so uh, we have a good night there. We go the next day to Niagara Falls. Absolutely fabulous. I say everybody should go do the Made of the Mist tour. That is just the power of water coming down is unreal. And as everybody told us, oh, you can't see it from the Canadian side, but that's the best place to see it. Everybody kept saying that. I want to say, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I can't see it from Canada, but I did get to see it from the United States. Maybe next time I'll get to see it from the Canada side. So we got to stay two nights at the McGrath house, which once again, absolutely wonderful. So then he says, we're racing in New Hampshire. I says, Danny, set us up a bunk of biker somewhere in New Hampshire by this racetrack. So now we're going up farther. You know, we were basically pretty much done thinking that, well, we did Niagara Falls, but let's let's go farther up. All right. So the next place we hit is, I think, Mr. Jeff Downs. He was somewhere there in New York. He was up heading up that way, I think. Very nice young man there. Uh, in contact, Facebook with him all the time. Great stay. He's in the woods, which made it really neat. Then the next one. That was Barbie and. Uh, that was bless those two. Barbie Get better. They've got COVID right now. Uh, Barbie and Tony. And I, I can't say their last name. Weir, New Hampshire. Weir, New Hampshire. Anyways, we go there, camp out. They ride with us. Dug on, I think we we're maybe 50 miles from the racetrack, but they ride with us to the racetrack. They turn around, they leave. We go to the racetrack. Got to see Tom and Aaron at the racetrack. So, I, I have funny things. Well, I met him in New York, and now here I am in New Hampshire, and I got to see him again. So it's, it's kind of these little weird things. Great to see him. The car did great. Uh, I love racing. So from there, well, we stayed one more night. We did stay another night. We stayed two nights there because we did the racetrack. And, and then, then the next day, Barbie and Tony saddled up and oh my gosh we start riding because we're we're heading up we're going to go to maine now we're going to go as far up as we can go we're this far we're going up farther so they rode with us i can't tell you how many miles a couple hundred miles probably 
uh, a course through the hills. Now, right before I left on this trip, because I have a bad hip, my good friend, Mr. Dave Lund, uh, let me buy a brand, not brand new, but a 2012 three-wheeler. So I'm riding a three-wheeler for the first time on this trip, other than my dresser. So riding through the hills, I'm used to sweeping the old dresser around the corners and stuff. But the trike, that's a, a little different beast as you come uh, hitting into the corners and uh, negotiating some of that stuff. So, yeah, as they're all, oh, isn't that great? And my arms are just going. Oh yeah, this is really great. This this is really marm. Oh yeah, wonderful though that they rode that far with us. Uh, where'd we hit next? Okay, so here was another funny one. Angela is the one who has the pen, but she says, "My husband, my boyfriend, he'll he'll be there. I'm leaving. I'm going on a ride with the girls." And it was like, okay. So we get up there, and let me start off by saying, bless all of our military who have served our country. Thank you very much. And Mr. Dean Harrington is one of those. And Robert Scott Scott also. So he had to go someplace else to go to work the next day, but he hung out so we could get there, got us all set up outside. Nice place, nice place, little fire pit. And even though he should have been in bed, he sat up and he told me some of his war stories and stuff. And I'm I'm into all that. I, I, I love hearing how men and women have served and they've made it back and they give little little bits of what they saw. But then he had to go to bed because he had to leave and go to Delaware, I think, the next day. Three in the morning. Three in the morning. And oh just leave the house unlocked uh, when you're ready to leave. Uh, just go ahead and close it up and uh, put my cat in. Put my cat inside. And uh, so we did. Uh, every every place is, was had a good feel about it, and that's I think that's the thing that made it the best. Hang on, he wants to say. Next was Jeff Jones with Fran and then Jim. Oh, okay. Okay. Jeff was the bunker backer. So from there, we're going up now because we want to see Maine. So Danny found a guy, Jeff, what was it? Jeff Jones. Jeff Jones had a pin. Well, unfortunately, he was battling cancer. But now this is this is the love of bikers that I'm going to tell you about right now. He wanted to help us, but being sick, he couldn't. So he says, let me call my mom. So once again, Danny's telling me this. I'm going, what do you mean? The guy's sick. He's going to call his mom. Come on. So he calls back and he goes, you're going to go see Jim. Jim Simmons. He lives in Lebec, Maine, which is supposedly as far up kind of up there as you can get. So we start riding up there. And we meet Mr. Jim Simmons, who is not a bunk a biker. He's an older gentleman, but it was Jeff's mom's boyfriend. So here we are at a house up there. Oh, no, no, no. You guys don't set your tents up. 
I got this fifth wheel trailer here. I want you to stay in. Stay out of the rain if it rains. Well, it never rained, but great accommodations. So then he says, we come in on a Monday and he says, I have to take some people out of my boat tomorrow. But if you can wait till Wednesday, I'd like to take you out of my boat. <laughs> Me and Danny look at each other. And it's like, well, we're in no hurry and go out on a boat on a on a motorcycle ride. We're out on. OK, let's do it. So we hung around. We rode around. Rode around the town, looking at all the little the way the water comes up and goes down. Uh, just amazing right there. So here comes Wednesday. Sure enough, Fran, his girlfriend, came up the night before. So the four of us got on his big, I think, a 42-foot boat. And he took us all around out there through the islands, uh, Canadian islands, took us out into the Atlantic Ocean, uh, took us in this one place when the water's going down. Uh, it actually makes whirlpools. And he goes, let me watch. I'll drive the boat over it. So, yeah, he drives the boat over this thing. And you can feel the boat start spinning. I'm going, okay, whirlpool. Okay, let's get let's, let's We don't need to be in a whirlpool. Let's, let's go now. But uh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Um, Amy, Amy Pearl, I think, was next. Uh, she's in, she was in Bear, Vermont at the time. Maine Lobster. Is is definitely fabulous being that fresh. I'm gonna tell you right now. Another another taste bud uh fantasy that happened there at that place. So Mr. Jim, he was a wonderful man. Uh three days at his place, and we started heading back down. Amy Pearl. Amy Pearl. She's in Bear, Vermont. Amy Pearl. <laughs> oh my gosh. Danny reads the description about her. Uh ex-military. Blah blah blah. Uh and so I'm thinking, oh, this is great. Military female. Love it. God, this is this is good. Sign us up, Danny. Get us going. So as we're on our way down there, she sends a message back to Danny. Hey, do you guys like races? Now, Danny, he might not be so much into them, but I sure am. And I was like, yes, yes, we'll do the races. Sure enough, we get there. And uh, she's already bought tickets for us to go to the races that night. Now, here's the funny thing about her. We get there and uh, she takes us in, shows us her inside her house and she says well somebody can take the couch and somebody can take this room upstairs well my buddy danny he's he's a little bit bigger than i am so i told him you take you take the bed up there i'm skinny i'll take the couch so we go upstairs and here's two little bags sitting on the bed she says i got little gift bags for you and it's like uh-huh and how cool a jar of vermont honey a uh, Vermont shot glass and a bear claw beer bottle opener. And it's like, ah, uh. now each place that I go to, I try to think of myself, what would I do to make myself, my place better and accommodating? So when she did that, she says, well, 
you two are my first bunk of bikers. So uh, uh, now I'm no longer a virgin. <laughs> I thought, you know what? When I do my bunk of biker, I'm going to do the same damn thing. I'm going to make up a gift bag and say, yep, you're my first. So you you get extra love on the first one. Uh, Amy Pearl, bless you. Uh, military woman, you. She's in Clarksville now. And yeah, she's there in Clarksville, there by you, with her, her, her fiance, another military man. And that was the thing, that gorgeous young thing. Never crossed my mind to do anything. I could tell you that. But as I'm riding back, leaving that place, thinking, yeah, her fiance. I, I would never even hear it coming. The rooster, he would just get me. I'd just fall over dead, you know? So, yeah, every time I hear the Allison Chain song, The Rooster, that makes me think of Amy Pearl's fiance that I haven't even met yet. <laughs> All right, anyways, Amy Pearl, thank you. We went to the races that night, sat right there. I could feel the rubber coming off the road, hitting me in the face, uh, the smell. Ah, so now we're back on the road. Where were we? Well, we're going to get Tom and Aaron. Ha, 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 ha. Okay, who says you can't do it more than once? Uh, as we were coming back down towards New York, uh, Danny says, okay, we got a bunker biker over here, but it's like five or ten miles from Tom and Aaron. So I get on the thing, text Aaron, says, hey, we're coming back through. Danny found a bunk of biker that's kind of by you. And she's like, you guys better come back here. It's like, ah, thank you. I was hoping you were going to say that. Oh, gosh, we pull up. They did buffalo wings for us that night. Thank you, Aaron, all that hard work. Uh. Tom let us change our oil because we needed needed servicing. And uh, then they took us out on their boat. Oh, my gosh. We got to go on the Niagara River. They took us down the what's a, uh, uh, Erie Canal, took us out into Lake Erie. Oh, you know, stuff like that, that. It's not on the plan to go do that. So for. The bunk of bikers to go overboard like that, they just, the memories, you know, and that's one thing I tell everybody. As we're going through life, only thing we're doing is making memories. So this experience that we had on this one, these are some of the best memories, biking memories that I've, I've got to date was this last trip. So thanks again, Tom and Aaron. You are the best, uh, wonderful time. Now we're moving down. We're heading down and who? Swanson, Ohio. Swanson, Ohio. Aaron. Aaron Kid Cordoza. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Oh, oh gosh, single lady. Oh, okay. Well, okay. All right, here we go. Let's go. So we go rolling. We roll up into this driveway, and as we roll into her driveway, she steps out and waves us up. So we roll up there, and about that time, the big plume of smoke comes rolling around the corner wow what's that what what oh she's got steaks laying there on the barbecue just about done corn on the cob taters 
it's like, okay, where's, where's the other six people at? You've got enough, enough food here for nine people. Uh, she's like, let's eat. And it's like, let's eat. Oh my gosh. What a sweet lady. Um, so that was funny because we roll into this and you could feel that. I'm sure every biker has that same thing. All eyes, all eyes are upon us as we move through the streets of that town. And, uh, as we pulled into her driveway in there, it was like, okay, I, I feel the eyes burning, but okay, whatever. You know, I know we're not doing anything wrong. She invited us here. Um, we noticed the one neighbor out all of a sudden mowing his lawn and, uh, she says, yep, I'm going to be the talk of the town after you guys leave. And it was like, okay. Well, the one guy, and she says, well, that's clowny or happy. 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 She called him happy. And it's like, okay. We're going to go meet happy. And I was like, eh. And, of course, Danny, oh, yeah, let's go meet happy. Come on, let's go. So here we go. We finished up eating. We go across the street, and she introduces us to happy. Um, I think happy might be a little touched in some way, but he is happy. He's a clown. So next thing you know, he's whipping his garage door open and you can look in the back and you can see some clown outfits and some big shoes. And he's got a big wall full of these little boxes. Boy, he starts rifling through these. Next thing you know, he comes out, he brings this little round red uh nose things for us here you go have a have a clown nose it's like all right i got a clown nose then he brings out but you got to have this a fart in a bag and it's like what yeah well here take a couple of them what oh yeah you just stick it there and he says you walk away and you just wait for the reaction it's like wow you you are happy you're a funny guy um, so once again, on our trip, would we ever have the chance to meet happy? No, no. At a KOA, never would have got to meet happy. Thank you, Aaron Kid Cardoza. Right. That was, that was another special moment in time on our trip, I can tell you. So we load up from there. We're heading down. Headed to Milwaukee, Wisconsin for the Harley Museum area. Ah, yes. The Harley Museum as we're on our way down. And that would be Carrie and Craig Crosby. Wonderful couple. They let us stay there a couple nights because we did the Harley Museum. And they went and they did the Harley Museum with us. Now... Everybody says 2020, ooh, what a bad year. Well, I can tell you what, my road trip for 2020, this COVID thing, I think the traffic was less. The Harley Museum had just opened up a few days before we got there. I think there was eight people inside the museum. We had the whole place to ourselves. Uh, absolutely fabulous. They took us around. She cooked for us. Uh, thank you, Carrie. Craig. Now, you hear the, the you hear you always hear the cliche. Oh, that guy give you the shirt off his back. Well, that's not a cliche in a way because Craig walked into his closet, 
with his stacks of uh, Harley T-shirts and proceeds to give Danny Perez one. And he gave me one of his T-shirts uh, out of his collection. And it's like, man, who does this stuff? Who does this stuff? Uh, so thank you to both of them. Two nights there with them. Uh, T-shirts, good meals, good company. Uh, KOA doesn't have a chance on any of that. Doesn't have a chance. All right, so we wrapped up the museum. We're heading down. And is yes. that yes. young Mr. Dennis Cluxel, I want to say. Youngster, he's got him a, a sportster. Him and his buddy are getting ready to ride to Sturgis uh, on their sportsters. They're there in Iowa. So we roll up and we get set up. And, uh, oh, yeah, let me back up. Gas station. We roll into their town. We're at a gas station. Just getting ready to put gas in the bikes. Golf cart comes rolling up. Now, here's a young gal and three little kids in it. And she says, are you the ones for Bunker Biker? <laughs> and it's like, yes, we are. And it's like, hey, what is this? We got the we got the greeting committee now to even for a bunk of biker. How much better can it get there? So she's, yep, you're real close. All you do is go down this road and turn. You're going to be there. Okay. Great time hanging out with the youngsters there. They're getting all prepared for their trip to Sturgis, which we were heading there too, just not as fast. So we were. Dennis's first, first, first bunk of biker. Yeah. His first bunk of biker. So as we're there, when he got back, he says, "We had another guy called and and he's coming in too." And it's like, "Well, look at you! You not only get a first, but you get a twofer on your first one. How cool is that, Dennis? That's a lucky deal right there." So in rides Shane Lewis. A youngster from Ohio somewhere. somewhere. This kid is a wild man. This kid. He rides. This, this guy rides. Um, it'd be one of those things. If, if you he wanted a burger, he'd probably ride a thousand miles, go eat a burger and turn around and ride back home. Uh, just just to ride this. Uh I can't say enough about meeting that young man. Once again, thank you, Bunker Biker, because what an awesome young man. Uh, he's all about the ride. It's all about the ride. So now we finished up there and we went on down. Our, our buddy Dave, his sister lives in Iowa. So that's where our next one was. She's not a Bunker Biker, uh, but her husband does have Dave's Harley. And he's riding. And they should be bunker bikers. They should put a pin up out there in the middle of all those cornfields. Corn, 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 corn. Oh, my God, corn. And then they say, oh, <laughs> it's for hogs and fuel. And it's like all this corn and we can't even eat it. Oh, God, killing me. So basically, we're done with all of our bunker bikers because from Ellis Place, 
we hit Sturgis. We just camped out in Sturgis. And then from Sturgis, it was a red eye uh, blowing back home. Uh, we, we, we were done. That was a little under 9,000 miles, 24 states, 35 days. You know, once again, there was no rush because we have no time limit. I'm retired. Danny, he didn't need to work. Uh, that's, that's the best way to do a road trip. And bunk a biker has taken a road trip to the next and probably the top level of biking that I can see now. Camping is beautiful. I love it. But, you know, when you go to a campground, you know, the guy comes out of his fifth wheel trailer, you know, Oh yeah, I'm from Florida and I'm traveling across the, 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 the country, you know, and this and that. And, 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 you know, you can relate to the traveling part, but as he's coming out of his deal, you know, with his double martini, uh, da, 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 it's like, okay, yeah, we, you just travel a different way than we do. And, th- and that's cool. Uh, but there's really no relating level. Now, if I might back up just a little bit in my, in our trip heading to Sturgis, we stayed at a KOA on the edge of Sturgis, or, or South Dakota, I should say. On the edge of South Dakota, we stopped. So as we roll in there to go camping, we notice a bicycle there in a little tent. So we'll come to find out we're talking. This, this kid is from Florida, and he's riding his bicycle from Florida to Oregon. And I'm thinking, what a nut. You, you pedal a bicycle? I said, I'm too old. I, I, I'll be dead. I got to get someplace. I can't pedal a bicycle. Anyways, good kid. Uh, Kevin Williman. So we didn't know it, but as we're standing over there, unpacking, putting our stuff, getting our tent set up. Uh, of course, as soon as I get my tent set up, I strip off all them clothes and just have my 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 swim shorts on and flip-flops because it was hot so i don't know it but this kid's over in his tent videotaping us he's a man i really would like to go talk to these bikers but i don't know the one in the blue shorts he's really scary and and i'm thinking (laughs) once i hear this video that he did i'm thinking are you kidding me this skinny this skinny bag of bones here and the big guy sitting there at the bench that could just twist your head off your shoulders, and you're worried about the skinny old guy? Come on now, come on! So we played with him. We we had some fun with him. We we scared him on the way because he started pedaling before we left that next morning. Boy, we went zooming right by him. Once again, we've made another friend. Uh, that kid. What a good guy. He didn't make it all the way because of all the fires up in Oregon, uh, the smoke and stuff was just killing him. So he had to abandon his trip. Uh, yes, writing, writing, you, you meet the most wonderful people. And after we got into the bunker biker thing, every time we stopped for gas, we'd see another biker on the road. Dude, you know about bunker biker? What's that? Uh, and of course me, uh, the, Wait a minute. Let me get my friend Danny. He'll explain it to you. He'll he'll show you how to do it. Uh, so he was he was the one giving the people the tips on how to how to get on and how to look it up. Um, I can't I can't say enough about Bunker Biker. Uh, 
I, I, I know what I'm going to do at my place to make it comfortable for people when they show up. Uh, I love it. I love it. Thank you for what you've done, what you've nurtured and bring over here. And yes, I am the one that can't wait to go to Europe and ride. Uh, I have a lot of friends over there that I just can't wait to go ride with them. I actually just got off a call with someone in Bulgaria. Ah, You're well, welcome, though. I really enjoy running Bunker Biker most of the time. Some people make it a little difficult on me, but I really love hearing these stories, and I really love the experiences that you guys are getting out of it. You know, as a full-time traveler, there's lots of people who offer me a place, and I always thought, why can't all bikers get the same experience when they're traveling, you know, getting to meet people and whatnot? And that's one of the big reasons why I do run this. So, uh, will you continue yes. using it in the future, and do you think you'll start using it without Danny's help? Well, I, I will get educated on how to... He, he has helped me on a lot of this stuff. Uh, but I will educate up on how to do that. Uh, yes, I'll continue to use Bunker Biker in my travels and uh, have a pen to where people can come and hang out here. We've got a great place on the river, I can tell you right now. Where are you at? Right on the Colorado River, 16 miles north of Blythe, right off of, uh, Highway 95. In Arizona? California. Oh, okay. Uh, You're in California, California, but close to the border. Oh, we're, uh, we look, we look right across. Matter of fact, let me just walk right outside here. We, we look right at Arizona. So we, as we say, when California gets truly crazy, all we have to do is jump in the river and swim across to the other side. <laughs> Looks like you have a very beautiful place there. Maybe I'll get a chance to come see you as I'm heading west. Well, I, I hope all bike travelers that that get out and go, if you're in the area, please do stop by. Uh, anything we can do to make your trip comfortable and pleasurable and memorable, I'm into it. So what would you recommend for someone who may be a little timid to give it a try? Well, okay, see, to me, that was that was my thing about uh, like like women, you know, guys showing up at a woman's place. I sent him, I sent a picture. My friend Danny was on it, and what he'd do is he'd take a picture of us, and he had a picture of our motorcycles. So when when we rolled up, they knew who was rolling up, and they knew what to expect. I guess I want to say in a way that, and by having my picture. If I got stupid, then she could go, hey, see this guy here? This guy here is stupid. Don't don't let him stay at your house. But once after the first place that we stayed at Bunker Biker, I told Danny, hey, we got to represent California because, well, California's kind of really should just fall in the ocean. But anyway, <laughs> that's another story. Uh I told him we got to represent here. We got, we got to, we got to, we got to make sure that people, you know, this is all right. We do, we do good anyways. And that was my, my main thing. We want to put a good impression that, Hey, we are just happy go bikers. Don't want no trouble. Just want to make friends and have a good time, uh, meeting people. 
so I think the picture kind of basically, you know, I stayed in contact you know, along the way. We stayed in contact with him. Danny, he'd he'd say, you know, we're so far out from you, you know, we're we're heading, we're coming. And that was the other thing, you know, uh it's hard to to say, oh, I'm gonna stay here or I'm gonna stay there because you never well, like Tom and Aaron, you know, we stayed a couple nights there. So, you know, if we were supposedly on a schedule, that would have messed up the schedule. So it's nice that people can out of the blue, just go, yeah, I got a place you can crash. You know, it's all right. Um, so that's nice to keep it open in that aspect of it. 24 hours. Yeah. yeah. It, it, 20, you know, we try to give at least a 24 hour advance notice that we're coming through their area and give them a chance. But that's what makes it wonderful. The more people we can get on board on Bunker Biker is just going to make it that much more easier to where no matter where you're traveling through, you could find a place to crash out for a night or more, if right. acceptable. Um, yeah. I'm glad that you guys are very aware and you're doing your best to make sure your hosts are comfortable and prepared for your arriving. Well, I think it just makes everybody feel a little bit more at ease in a way. Uh, that's why, you know, the scary biker guy, you know, I don't want to, you know, don't be scared. I'm just an old guy that just loves riding and mm -hmm. I love chatting and talking with people. Uh, especially, I like to hear their stories, you know, what, what have you done? You know, I, I, I know a guy that, uh, well, as I say, it's, it's funny. You can, you can laugh about him after it's happened, but I know a guy that got a piece of ass at 70 miles an hour. Well, not what you're thinking. He hit a donkey at 70 miles an hour, split it in half, totaled his brand new Harley Davidson, did cartwheels down the side of the road, stood up with no helmet, no no protective stuff on, stood up and started picking the parts out of the street. So those kind of stories, you know, I, I like to hear because he's here to tell us the story. You know, Danny, Danny here, my partner I ride with, he's going to work one morning. Deer ran right into the side of his bike, right where his foot was on the uh, highway peg, blew the highway peg off and blew, uh, blew his ankle up. So it's bike stories, bike stories. Uh, I think one of the funniest ones is Derek telling me how taking Claire out for uh, teaching her about motorcycle riding. And he says it, it started raining. She's tapping him on the helmet. Hey, it's raining. And he, yeah, it's raining. So he's driving faster. She's slapping on the helmet. Hey, you're going fast. It's raining. Yes. So he kept going. He'd go a little faster. She's slapping him on the back of the helmet. Hey, you're going fast. It's raining. He says, I know. And if we go down, the road's wet and we'll just slide. Well, she said when they got back, uh, he, he said she started looking. She found herself her own motorcycle to ride to where she doesn't have to ride with him. <laughs> so anything else you'd like to say to 
people who may want to use Bunker Biker or who have used it? Um, so far, everybody that I've talked to, their experience with it has been a positive and a good one. Uh, don't be afraid. You know, that's the thing. You know, a, a lot of us wait because, you know, they're worried about the unknown. Well, the unknown is is a good thing because pretty soon it's not unknown. You've already you've already took on the unknown. And if you if you don't do anything, you'll never know. So the bunker biker, I say, is a safe. Uh, safe way to go because like i say you're we're all if you have pictures or you're in contact you have phone numbers you know what i mean there's there's kind of a way to control it in a way uh yes as i'm saying that i'm sure there's going to be some bonehead out there that uh gonna try to do some ugly because somebody didn't make him biscuits and gravy in the morning for some reason or something i don't know but yeah there's going to be some knucklehead out there but we one knucklehead should not be able to spoil the, the whole good of it i think there's more good than there is bad so may bunk a biker just keep flourishing I sure hope so. It's been really great chatting with you, Ron, and I hope to catch up with you again later and maybe hear about some guests who come to stay with you. Uh, I hope hope people do. Uh, You might not want to do it in probably July, August, the first part of September, unless you're a lizard like me and can take the heat. it's all a matter to, of what you can do. You know, you guys mm-hmm. can take the cold. I can't take the cold. I need the heat. Um, but the river's right there. So a uh, cold drink, sitting in the river, music going. How can you not relax doing that? Right. Well, it was good chatting with you. And I hope to hear you from too. you again soon. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, and when you're over there, just go ahead and, and, and mess around, slap up uh, Robert and Trish a little bit and just, just give them a big hug for me. Uh, Amy Pearl, too. Uh, because of you, I got to meet them. And, and they're just wonderful people. Just like I know you have to be because you've made such a wonderful... Uh, gosh... Okay, the mind just just blows on how come somebody didn't start this earlier, earlier. And yes, I want to thank all the bunker bikers that we stayed at, and all the ones that I'm I'm going to stay at. Uh, looking forward to stories and chatting with everybody out there. Absolutely. Well, you have a good one. Thank you, Z. You have a great day. You too. Bye now.